What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for Friday, June the 17th. On this episode, we are going to be, t- I mean, it's its Summer Game Fest game times. I don't even know what to call it anymore. Game stuff's happening. It's game stuff time. <laughs> and so, obviously, we had the Xbox Showcase this past Sunday. There's a Nintendo Direct that may be incoming. We had Overwatch News. Capcom had a stream. Indie game people had, I mean, so much has happened. So we're going to talk about as much as we possibly can in 45 minutes on this podcast. (laughs) 45 minutes to an hour, I guess. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, With me today. I like how he's going to reach for (laughs) me. It's it's your listeners' favorite hosts. We got the Andrews on today. You Again. can find him at Brown <laughs> underscore Berserker. We have Andrew with us on the podcast. Yo, how's it been? You were on vacation. How was the vacation? Uh, we went to a wedding in Denver, Colorado. And, nice. Okay, so if you've seen pictures of what the Red Rocks look like, yep. The the wedding was on a golf course and it had protruding rocks coming out of the ground. So you're looking at the like bride and groom and you see these massive rocks behind them in the distance. It's like the most epic setting for a wedding ever, (laughs) ever. (laughs) Did they get married? Because if they didn't, then that wouldn't be as good. I can't remember. I was staring at the rocks. (laughs) Yes, they did. It was beautiful. (laughs) Nice wedding. Nice wedding. Now, if they were getting married at Red Rocks Festival, it was. Is cool, that like, where they? Go ahead. I was going to say, is that was that in the same vicinity of where they do the festival at? No, like the reason I said Red Rocks is because it's it looks like the same type of rocks, except mm-hmm. Red Rocks is probably like twenty thirty minutes away from this venue, but it's that similar mm-hmm. type of color and how they protrude out like that. So like that's yeah. I just use that. But we did go to the Red Rocks Amphitheater to see it for the first time. That was really, Ooh. really cool. If I was a uh if I was in a band, that'd be like the dream to go perform there. So yeah. <laughs> did you film this whole thing and you're gonna upload it to YouTube like you normally um did? I took a lot of pictures. I think I filmed it I, I I did basically like ten second clip it's like throughout the trip, so I might have to just splice it all together. Just so we so don't have a Japan situation going on right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Red Rock it goes to Japan up here. Red Rock's way down here. You're talking about like in, in what in what regards? What comparison? <laughs> Let's move on. We want to welcome everybody to the Log On Games podcast. <laughs> This is a weekly show in which our hosts discuss a variety of gaming news topics from new games, big announcements, events, and more. New episodes upload every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Wherever you want to stream our podcast at, you can do that. We are also in video format on YouTube, so go over there, hit subscribe. We have a bunch of reactions and videos up on our YouTube channel right now. You can find us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, etc., um, we have a link tree in our bio on any of our socials, and that will point you to our Discord, our YouTube, or anything else that you may need. Uh, we had our predictions episode go up at the beginning of the month. We have reactions for Xbox, Summer Game Fest, State of Play, 
I don't even remember what else. We have reactions up there. Me and my wife did reactions to Xbox this past Sunday, and it's a doozy because she knows not much about video games. So <laughs> if you want to know what someone's reaction is to the, having no idea what they're watching, you can go check that out. <laughs> it's entertainment at its finest quality. We are brought to you this month by Manscaped. If you, uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've heard about Manscaped quite a bit. Uh, they, they get around in the podcast scene. So if I can't imagine if you're listening to this podcast, this is the first podcast that you've listened to. That'd be shocking. heard Manscaped. Uh, YouTube video influencers, Twitch streamers, you know, they always talk about Manscaped. Um, so I don't think I can say anything that you probably haven't already heard. But what I will say is there's not, if you've ever thought about trying Manscaped, right now they have the Lawnmower 4.0 out. Um, it's got, Cutting edge ceramic blade reduced uh, to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight for a more precision shave. They also have the Performance Package 4.0, which is up, which is the Lawnmower plus a whole bunch of extra goodies. But they have, like, if you've ever been like, you know what, maybe I'll try it or I'll try it at some point or whatever, they have. I think the Father's Day, I know they had a Memorial Day sale, and now they have like mm-hmm. a Father's Day sale. So things are like 40% off already. And you can use the code LOGONGAMES at manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping. And I checked, and it stacks. And, and if there's anything gamers like, it's when you get those stacking Stack abilities. Buffs, you know man. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Buffs, yeah. <laughs> so it's already 40% off and you can get another 20% off plus free shipping with the code log on games. It's all caps, no spaces, log on games. So if there's ever a time you wanted to try manscape, whether it is you want to get the package, you just want to get the lawnmower. Maybe you just want to get some underwear. They have some nice underwear. They have like shampoo. They have all sorts of stuff. They have p- different vitamins, like anything you can think of from that a man would need. They got it. Um, and you can get another 20% off with our code. So try it and thank me later. You know what I mean, Andrew? It's good stuff, man. It's real good stuff. It and works. I have a little, I have a, a Manscaped bag that they sent us. And when Emily got me the lawnmower 2.0 years ago, it came with the bag, but she stole it as like her makeup bag. So never got to use it. So now I have a second bag and I actually get to use it. And we went on vacation and I was like, this is great. I actually get to use the bag that is for the purpose that I got it. So. <laughs> okay, let's get into uh, some things here. Andrew, before we start, we had Xbox Showcase. We've had Summer Game Fest. We've had PlayStation. We've had all sorts of stuff happening. What are the things that have been uh, the most exciting for you? Oh, any, man. any announcements? Any Anything? That you saw that you're like, this is super exciting. I'm, I'm ready to go. Honestly, what was the most shocking for me was I I was more excited about the stuff shown at the Xbox than the Summer Game Fest, which was really weird because, I, like I said, I was on vacation when this all went down. So I ended up watching like a summary video of the uh, Summer Game Fest. But when I actually watched the Xbox one, uh, there were two specific things that I mentioned uh, um, before we started recording that really stood out for me. And that was the 
Persona uh, basically collection announcement. Not really collection, but all three games on uh, Game yeah. Pass and uh, PC. And then uh, Kojima showing up and talking about a there. game that's in development. So, yeah. Um, I was really confident about my predictions during our predictions episode, if you recall. Boy, I mean, we're not, it's not, June's not over yet. <laughs> and we may still have a Nintendo Direct coming and stuff like that, but I was looking through our predictions a second ago and they're all bad. They're all just so bad. We thought we say, things. I think I mentioned Persona 5 on Switch or PC and I got the PC. <laughs> yes, you, did. you said you said Persona 6, at least what I wrote yeah, down. Persona yeah, no, 6, yeah. it was a comma, Persona 5 for yes. Switch and or PC. It was a cluster. <laughs> I think the best, the best one and the one that actually may be true, I have to go back and look, is Neil the Deals, Neil, his 65 percent percenters wearing blue at the Game Fest and the Xbox. Oh, Netflix. I forgot about that. Jeff Keighley was wearing blue. And I know one of the Bethesda guys was wearing blue. So I have to go back and, and double check, but he may have gotten that one. We'll wow. See. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was really excited for that Persona thing as well. It is. The thing that's interesting about that is Persona's been PlayStation only for such a long time. And now not only are those Persona 3, 4, and 5 coming to Xbox, but they're coming to Game Pass. And they're not on the PlayStation Plus Pass that's now out and available. Ooh, that's true. I don't know if they're going to be, but it's weird that like we haven't heard anything from PlayStation. But Game Pass or Game Xbox is like, we got these three games and they're coming to Game Pass. It's very, very interesting. What if and Sony it's also, announces Xbox Game Pass on PS5? <laughs> blow the doors off. That would be something. <laughs> it would be. I am interested to see if it comes to the Switch, though. Because supposedly mm. those three games are also coming to PC. Yeah. Which means you can play them on your Steam Deck. Which means oh, Persona 100. Five. It's finally a mobile game, dude. You know? th- like I said, I've 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 wanted Five on Switch for so long, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. I guess I'll just play it on the deck now. So like, it's so <laughs> sick. It's so sick. I'm hoping we still get those games on Switch. Though, like, I don't know if this is a deal that Xbox has done mm-hmm. in the background, which is why we haven't heard anything from PlayStation or Nintendo. But if it's not, you would assume. I mean, if they're if they're already on PlayStation, they're coming to Xbox. Why, why not just? If you're at, let's just put them on the Switch. Let's go. Yeah, it's like you said, like, what are the logistics behind it? Has, like, Microsoft secured something, some type of timed exclusive? Like, it just seems like a no-brainer to put those games on the Switch. So I'm kind of curious why Mm -hmm. they haven't already. But Yeah. Um, As far as staying on the in this Xbox showcase here, I still have some weird questions, but when they showed Redfall, it looked like Left 4 Dead to me. Like graphically, yeah, like the yeah. the vibe of it. But when they did their Xbox extended showcase, Pete Hines was basically like, "It's not, it's not Left 4 Dead. Like this is true. Like it's the, this is the team that did Death Loop, mm. and so they're like, it's very single player. Um, but the question was, like, what does a game like Death Loop from that team mean if we also put multiplayer in there? Kind yeah. of. So. So that made me a little more intrigued, even though Left 4 Dead, like if it was, if it was a straight ripoff for Left 4 Dead, I would have been happy because those are some of my favorite games ever. But it looks like it's going to be a little bit more in depth and the story is going to be a little bit better. But 
The big standout yep. for me with that game was like the abilities or sorry, the tools. Like mm-hmm. when the dude when the dude uh stuck down the like staff with the ultraviolet light and it like yep. petrified all of them. I thought that was like so friggin' cool. This game along with a lot of other games, if you watch our reactions over on YouTube. I love me a good skill tree. Every time any of these <laughs> games came up and they were showing gameplay or doing like a trailer or whatever, and I saw a skill tree I was in. So that's all it needed to do was give me a skill tree. Skill tree. And I would get really excited. <laughs> I saw that just like one frame of the skill tree, and I was like, yes, I'm in. We're good to go. <laughs> um, I'm going through the games here of... This might actually be the extended showcase that I'm looking at now, but uh, it is. It is. Stalker 2, I don't know if, if you're listening to this podcast and you're interested. It was it was supposed to come out like January or February, got pushed to December. And I don't think they did like an official announcement, but it's, it's been pushed to 2023 now. So if you're mm. interested in that game at all, it's now been pushed. Uh, Minecraft Legends was a new one. I know a lot of people might enjoy. Um, it's been a while since we've seen a brand new game from Mojang, so I'm sure some people are excited about about that one. Now I need to find the list of all these other games that aren't uh, the extended one. Yeah, I didn't get to see the extended one. Was it like, was it going through each of the announcements with additional footage? Like what was the extended uh, stream about? Uh, Kind of. They didn't go through every single thing they announced, but it was like Bethesda was there, like the Forza people, um, some of the people that are just work for Xbox and it was like some of the announcements that they would, they just kind of did like deep dives. Mm-hmm. So like Redfall, for example, during the showcase, we just saw like the gameplay and the trailer and everything. But for the deep dive, they really went in and like talked about what the game is, how it works solo, how it works multiplayer. Yeah. Things you can expect, why certain things got pushed, uh, what the team's working on now. Like they kind of like really did a sit down conversation that was like in depth depth and stuff so um it was good if if any of those games for the conference like interest you you can definitely go go watch that because it's, it's it was a good one um let's see hollow knight silk song finally got oh Sean. man seriously and it didn't get a release date but something that i didn't know before maybe they set up um, and I just wasn't paying attention, but something I didn't know while the showcase was going on was most everything they showed is coming out in the next 12 months. Hmm. And so this would be one of those games. So I didn't get a release date, but who said that Xbox. So okay. they, they have okay. their little graphic. I don't know if you've seen their graphic that has all the game pass games or everything they announced. And it all says like coming in the next 12 months. Okay. And hollow night, hollow nights on there. So. We don't, mean, think that's, we don't think that's a timed exclusive or anything like that, do we? Mm, no, but it is on Game Pass. Okay. So. Okay. So bada bing, bada boom. You know, it's another another Game Pass game. Uh, you're a PC player. Microsoft announced Riot Games' biggest titles are coming to Xbox Game Pass soon. League of Legends, Valorant, Legends of Runeterra, and Team Fight Tactics, all with all the characters. Uh, locked agents, cards, and champions, they'll all be unlocked for Game Pass people. So, like, what I, what, I don't know. Game Pass to me is getting, like, absurd, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, they keep getting 
all the big hitters of like, you know, like PC realm and like console mm-hmm. and like the price is going up, right? <laughs> like they keep they keep they keep adding more and more and more like quality content. It's like when's the price going up? Like how are, how are, how are they keeping it at this price and they keep adding more and more and more? Is that is that just to pull more people in or like are we going to see that price go up because of what they keep adding? I assume the price is going to go up once their actual games start coming out, but I don't know if this is part of the plan. I assume it would have been a lot easier to keep the price $15, but they had a game like Halo Infinite come out. Probably hoping it would be kind of like Fortnite or an Overwatch or something where they're making so much money off of skins and just, you know, different attachments for the, for the, your Spartan or whatever, like just microtransactions on the butthole. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have to raise the prices. I mean, if you have three or four games that are on like a destiny or Fortnite kind of level where a lot of people are doing microtransactions. Then you can keep it at fifteen dollars because oh, you're yeah. making so, bank off all that. Yeah, their cut is what's gonna make up make up all that. Yeah. So like at but this point, know. like what do they don't have? Like seriously. <laughs> what do they don't have? They that's, the uh, that's a good question. They don't have a they don't have a good Halo game yet. You know I mean? Ooh. Oh I'm sorry, they don't have a finished Burn. Halo game yet. <laughs> <laughs> They have everything else except their own title. <laughs> that's that's about right. That's about right. Um, they announced Forza, which uh, we maybe have Matthew on next week to mm-hmm. talk about that because I'm sure he's excited. But more cars, you know what I mean? More cars. Um, the thing that shocked me about this was we got the Overwatch 2 date. And we'll talk about Overwatch 2 here in a second. But they announced the October 4th release date during the Xbox conference, which I mean, they're buying Activision Blizzard. So it makes a little bit more sense why that and Diablo four was here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't knowing that there's going to be an overwatch stream that same week. I didn't expect for them to do the whole blowout of like, here's the release date. Yeah. A little bit later than I want, but at least we know now, at least we know. Um, Forza Horizon 5 got some Hot Hot Wheels DLC. That was fun to watch. A bunch of spooky games. We had Scorn showing off for the first time. Very alien-y, very spooky. I'm excited. October 21st for that one. Flintlock The Siege of Dawn, which I don't think I've ever seen, but some people were saying that they had shown off a trailer for this game before. Mm. This game looks like it would be a PlayStation game to me. This one that had the, the... lady that had the fox had the little triangles that were shooting out everywhere yep it looked i thought it looked really cool it says we'll we'll release early 2023 day one on game pass um we talked about minecraft legends bunch of indie games whole whole bunch of indie games um trying to see if there's anything else that Tickled my fancy. We we obviously got Diablo 4, which I love me some Diablo. Um, so I'm excited. I mean, I've been excited about that game. This is the first time we got like a big blowout of everything. It also says Diablo 4 will release next year with cross-play and cross-progression on PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Switch. That's huge. Huge. 
like it's going to be on Game Pass. I'm sure. I don't know if it said it or not, but I mean, they're going to have they're going to own Blizzard by then, so I assume it'll be on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But it just being on Switch, it's almost tempting to just be like, you know, I'm just going to get it on Switch. Well, that's a so, Switch game. That's a Switch looking game for me. It, it is, but it's like the way the art style is. Like, would you not want to see it in its full glory? Yes, but exactly. being able to take it on the go with me—that's cool. yeah—that's the difference. So I was gonna go back to the whole Forza thing. The the thing that threw me off about it because I don't I don't play these games. I I hear about them and read about them. Wasn't there a Forza game that came out like last year or was it this year? Forza Horizon Five came out the end of last year. So okay, when they showed that Hot Wheels DLC, that was for that game. Forza Motorsport, Motorsport. is like the main line. It's like the Gran Turismo, basically. Like okay, very so realistic. Like Horizon's like the arcadey stuff. Yeah, it's okay. more. It's more okay. like Need for Speed, and Forza's more like, yeah. Um, I'm interested to try Grounded now that it's coming out of early access in September. I tried it in early access very early on, like when they first put it on there and I just didn't catch me, but mm. seeing that trailer made it look a little bit cooler if you're playing with your friends and stuff. So I may try that out. Um, I got some friends out. who uh, play that and watching them. It looks like fun, especially as like a, as a squad it looks cool. Mm-hmm. I have a game for you, Andrew, get your take on. Oh, what? Whoa, long fallen dynasty. Oh man. New game from team ninja set in Chinese, Three Kingdoms, period. The revealed trailer seems to hint that the game will mix historical and supernatural elements, including mythical creatures like dragons. It will release in early 2023 and is confirmed to be day one on Xbox Game Pass. You know, it's another uh, fine detail about that game. Let me see. I think I screenshotted it. I think I may know what you're saying, but I'm not uh, going to look like a fool, so I'm not going to say it. Yeah, where's that screenshot? (laughs) Can't find it. Apparently, the what is it? The producer of Bloodborne is helping to make that game. So I was like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. we got Neo and Bloodborne right, yeah. in one game. Yeah, this looks that's what sick. I was thinking. Yeah, this when looks I saw this, sick. I thought it was yeah. like an, a Neo sequel yeah. or something. I was like, man, <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if you say Bloodborne, then people have expectations, you know. No, it looks cool. Definitely. Then we got Kojima in the flesh. I predicted he would be at Summer Game Fest. He was not, but he still made it here. And I'm wearing Kojima's shirt. Ooh, nice. Because I'm cool like that. Nice. I was like, hey, we're going to talk about Kojima. I'll wear a Kojima shirt just for him. He came out there and basically said, hey, I'm working on the game. Bye. And that was it. That was literally it. Um, he said, without revealing much of anything, because you simply stated that this game, this is a game I always wanted to make. Mm. Thank you, Kojima, for that. Um, and then, of course, we got the big Starfield blowout here. Starfield being Bethesda's next big old juicy game. Skyrim in space, some people say. Um have you seen this whole thing, Andrew? And what were your thoughts on Starfield? Ah, <sighs> very torn. Um, I did watch it. The reason I was like less impressed is because I feel that game has taken the best of every other space game and put it into one. And 
so like you know you look at no man's sky you look at the citadel in um in uh this game and it looks like mass effect and like i i, I know i shouldn't look at it that way but like watching mm-hmm. all that footage that's just what came to mind you know what i'm saying you saw the mining for material and i was like oh no man's sky and then like so like I'm not saying it doesn't look cool. It looks really cool. It looks very Bethesda. It looks very Fallout yeah. with a with a better paint of coat. The combat looks Fallouty, maybe maybe better. So for me, like it's like the best of sci-fi games all in one. Except it's gonna be it's not gonna have it's gonna have the limitations against like No Man's Sky because apparently this game is somewhat procedurally uh, generated. And then what? There's a thousand planets you can uh, yeah. you can go go out and do stuff on so like it, it sounds cool but from what i'm what i've seen it's not doing anything new so yeah. so i don't have much to say about this game personally mm-hmm. um i've liked bethesda games in the past for sure yeah my same. favorites being the evil dead games because they are spooky and i like spooky games i mean not evil dead evil within games um when i played Skyrim for I don't know maybe probably accumulatively in my life 20 hours but it's one of those games that for me while I'm playing it I'm like this this game is too big I don't know what to do it's too big for my own good and I just get phased out of it because it's just like that's what the same vibes I got from Starfield it's like this game has everything in it it's gigantic I got a feeling type of guy I mean I like open world type stuff but this is just Games like this are like how Cyberpunk looked when it was being shown off before yep. the game actually came out. Yeah, it's stuff is like you can. It's so massive, and I've never been able to truly like get into those games. So I watched a video today uh, where they were going through um, Howard's interviews, and they, you know, they said if you want to follow the golden path. If you're a solo mm-hmm. player that just wants to go through the story and, you know, go through that curated path from beginning to end, that's there for you. You know, those thousands of planets are for the people that actually want to go on an adventure and discover things yeah. on their own. So, yeah. But that's the problem is I do want to, I want to do both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I want to go and just kind of breath of the wild it and just yeah. be like, I'm not, I'm just going to go and just do whatever I see. Hmm. But then there's like, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I've been in my brain. It's just like, I'm going out of exploring. There's like a million other, like you can do a million things at one time. And it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do. And so I'll play it for like, it's like I did with Skyrim for like a solid like 10 hours, 10, 15 hours. And then either something else will come out or I'll just, you know, think about, oh, I'm like when Skyrim came out, it's just like, if I get on and play, what am I going to do? Yep. You know? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I'll just play something else. So like, um, but what, I mean, it does look cool. I will, it does, I'm intrigued. Yeah, exactly. There's a bunch of stuff I know I'm not going to do, which is like all the base building and the, you can mm-hmm. make your ship look however you want. You can put this like, I don't care. I don't care what my ship looks like. <laughs> I don't you, care what my base you, looks you just like. Wanna, you, you just want like a cool story. Yeah. Like Mass Effect. It was a good example. Like I yeah. love one, two and three. Yeah, They're fantastic. Same. Um, and I don't feel like those games are too big. You know, it's it's pretty oh, yeah. linear, but there's yeah. a lot of decision-based stuff going on mm-hmm. rather than you can farm for this and you can build your ship and you can 
explore space or you can do the combat stuff mm-hmm. or like uh, you know how deep skyrim got when it was just like people like you know you can join this vampire club and you're like what yeah and it's like <laughs> so just i'm sure there's gonna be a whole bunch of stuff like that in this game that you don't even know exist because you didn't do this side mission but if you did it would take you down this huge rabbit hole where you can join some cult and do something crazy or whatever um I comment, know, we'll see I mean, a comment that was brought up that i saw was like Instead of like a thousand planets, why don't they just make like 50 fully fleshed out planets? You know what I'm saying? But like maybe like the thousand planets is where like the whole procedural thing comes into place. Just like No Man's Sky. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I would bet like if it's a very, very important side mission, but mainly wherever the main missions are taking you, Mm -hmm. they probably take you to multiple planets. Like it maybe it's 50, maybe it's 20, maybe it's 10. I don't know. But I assume those main planets are going to be more fleshed out. And then for the side stuff, or you need to find a certain material or whatever, that's where all the other planets are for. If you mm-hmm. want to explore whatever, but you're going yeah. to go to a lot of planets still, I would assume, um, that are going to be pretty fleshed out because yeah. the story needs them to be. But how many? Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to play. Maybe it. we'll get a uh, Starfield versus No Man's Sky fighting game. <laughs> After it's all said and done, <laughs> that's what I want. That's what that's what the real gamers want. But no, I mean it looks cool. I'll definitely try it out because it's going to be a Game Pass. So why wouldn't I? Um, the only other game that kind of struck me was this Cocoon indie game, which is from oh, yeah. people from they made Inside and Limbo, which two games that I love a lot. So. Intrigued to try this. It's set for twenty twenty three release right cool. now, but I mean, it's gonna be on Game Pass. So what do you know? That's all that matters. Anything else left out of this Xbox showcase that you want to get into? Nah, like like I said, the Kojima and the uh, Persona stuff is what stood out to me. It was cool seeing Starfield, uh, but we'll see how that game plays out when it when it releases. We'll see how another game plays out once it releases. As today, as we're recording this on a Thursday, Overwatch did a little reveal stream. Um, I'm reading this from GameSpot.com. Overwatch 2 ditches loot boxes. PvP roadmap promises new heroes and maps regularly. Blizzard says new heroes will roll out every two seasons. Battle Pass and Shop will replace loot boxes and more. Um, I'm trying just going to try and find the uh, major things here because I'm not going to watch this video. Um, but basically, the, the game, the PvP game, releases October 4th. Free to play, baby. Which is good. Um, the beta, you can sign up for the beta right now. I think it starts for PC and console players this time around on like June 28th or something like that. So you can go on their website, find it, and then you can choose like from all the consoles or PC or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as previously announced, PvP is free to play, blah, blah, blah. Uh, season one will kick off October the 4th uh, with three new heroes being Sojourn, Junker Queen, and then they said they had a um, support character that had yet to be revealed. All the things that basically you've seen if you've watched any of the Overwatch League or if you've watched any gameplay, all that's coming October. October 4th. Um, the things that I saw the battle pass, super happy about that. No loot boxes. I'm fine with that. I actually thought Overwatch did loot boxes pretty well compared to most 
other games that have loot boxes mm-hmm. because you basically get a loot box every time you level up, which is, I don't know, maybe every like three or four or five matches, depending on like if you win, how good you play and all that kind of stuff. So you never were like required to purchase money to get a skin or something like that. As long yeah. as you like played, you would be at least have a chance at these skins and stuff like that. And if you get multiples or you get coins in those loot boxes over time, you'd have enough coins to buy. Like if there's an event that happened, the skin you really wanted, you'd have enough coins to buy that if you just played long enough. Um, so I liked how they did loot boxes, but like they said, there's going to be a store, there's going to be a battle pass. So I'm I like all that free to play. You got to have a battle pass. Got some new mythic skins, which are apparently some sort of customizable epic mega skin that's like the highest tier, like a new higher tier of skins that you can get, which is cool. Um, they did announce that the PVE stuff, I, th- I think, according to what they said on the stream, what I got from it is also going to be free to play, um, and they're going to add it, add it into the seasons as they as they go. Okay, wait, that's wait, wait, the gist wait. of what I got. So is Overwatch two free? And it looks like it is now. Like, okay. I, I mean, I understand the PvP being free, but like, so it's just free. And their money is just going to come through cosmetics and battle passes that's, and stuff. That's the right? vibe. That's the vibe that I got. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I watched the stream today, and that's what, when they started talking about PvE, that's what I was like, I wonder what they're doing now. But he said they'll start rolling out these PvE stuff through the seasons, which. I don't wow. know if it's going to be, oh, you, this, we have this chunk of PvE stuff coming out this season, but you still have to pay for it. Maybe that's the case. Mm, but okay. I would assume it's going to be, they're not going to drop all the PvE stuff at one time like they originally planned to. Like sometime in 2023, there's going to be a season, and the first three story missions or whatever will come out. And then the next season, they'll have another story mission, and like they can just keep adding on to that kind of stuff or adding whatever other PVE modes they're going to yeah. add on to. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the PVE stuff as well. Yep. That's where I'm at. Um, season two will launch on December the 6th. Yeah. They said uh, every nine weeks is a new season. So just a little over two months, which is great. I think I like that quite a bit. Two months and one week, basically. Uh, and that's a right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, as long as it's not Halo Infinite six month seasons, I think we're good. You know, <sighs> that's brutal. That is brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, season two will launch on December the 6th and will include a tank hero map, new map, and more skins, including another mythic skin. That's what they say. Overwatch 2 will feature cross progression. Thank the heavens. I hope that that means that everything that I've earned on PlayStation skins wise will carry over to Xbox because I did this beta on Xbox because mm. I prefer this controller that I have here. Um, and it's going to be free to play. And I have more people on Xbox that play Overwatch than I do on PlayStation. Gotcha. So I'm really hoping all of my skins will, but it says Overwatch 2 features cross progression, allowing players to bounce between games, platforms, and continue making progress and using all of their unlocks. A new beta is coming June 28th. All announcements have already been done. So, Andrew, is this going to get you into Overwatch at all? <sighs> um, PvP-wise, probably not. I mean, like, 
I'm not saying like I had fun back in the day. Like I played pretty, pretty hard for a while there, but I'm, I'm more curious about the PVE stuff. They mm-hmm. have this world, the fleshed out characters, like, you know, I don't know if they have a specific team building the PVE stuff, but like, I mean, I'm a destiny player, so I'm, I'm PVE all day. So like if they're <laughs> implementing, like if they're actually putting a lot of putting some effort into making PVE side of overwatch cool, I'll definitely be there. So, yeah, I'm excited for the PVE stuff as mm-hmm. well. I'm hoping any game that has PVE stuff like this, I always want to just be like destiny. Like, uh, for the, at the end of summer game fest, when they talked about the last of us stuff and the last of us multiplayer game coming out, only thing going through my mind is like, I hope it's like destiny or like the division, <laughs> which I believe probably like 80% of the world is saying, please God, don't be like that game. But <laughs> you're talking to a person who's most played game, of 2020, 2020, 2020 was Marvel's Avengers. I'm sorry. Most played out of all the games, <laughs> simply because it was kind of similar to Destiny. And I was like, all right, I let's get, go. I get, I get that. But like, I so, think like you and I talked about it before, like because of the roles of the characters in Overwatch, it makes sense to do PVE and like how we talked about if they had like a dungeon, how cool it would be. You have the healer, you have the tank, you know, you have your yep. DPS guys. Like it's so perfect for it. Like, look, listen, if they come out with a raid, <laughs> I will devote myself to that game. And grind <laughs> my characters, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> It'd be so perfect. You. I'm, I'm hoping, hope, I'm hoping and praying. No, that's what we get. Um, Overwatch 2 also coming to the Switch which I have Overwatch 1 on the Switch and let me tell you it runs like a bag of poop looks like Play-Doh it looks like the it it looks like the uh, launch trailer for like Halo Infinite (laughs) it does but they actually came out with it and it's there Um, but going from Nintendo we have I'm reading this from videogameschronicle.com the next Nintendo Direct is coming at the end of June it's been claimed During a recent Twitch stream in which she was reacting to the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, Sony Santa Monica writer and former games journalist Alana Pierce stated that Nintendo, the next Nintendo Direct is coming June 29th. Pierce was asked by a viewer if a Nintendo Direct had been announced, in which she she replied, no, but I believe there is a Nintendo Direct coming on the 29th. So, uh, she said, I don't know if it's been announced. You heard it here first. Let me check. Check notes saying I have written down 29th. So I hope that's true. Um, obviously, everyone listening to this is a huge Logon Games fan. Alana Pierce once liked one of our photos. Wait, what? This is new news to me. This was this is probably like a year ago. But by the way, I was one of my on my uh, that's royalty notifications or whatever, and it's like Alana Pierce liked your picture, and I was like, excuse me. <laughs> She's legendary. Which, man. which one? So, friend of the show, I think I can say friend at this show. point. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, stoked if this is true that we have a Nintendo Direct coming the 29th. But Nintendo, as you know, Andrew, very petty company. Very petty company. It was once said they had a Netflix Zelda show coming out, but they canceled it just because someone leaked it. You know what I mean? So maybe they're like, oh, it's June 29th. Well, guess what? Now we're not having one. Something Nintendo could possibly do. But yep. like we've said in the past, 
Um, they showed a little sizzle reel at Summer Game Fest of like all the Nintendo games, Switch games coming like soonish, mm. and they were all pretty much June, July. So it would make sense that we get one at the end of this month to kind of see. Besides Splatoon coming in September, we don't that we don't really know, and Pokemon coming in November. Uh, which Pokemon always has their separate showcases or whatever. We don't really know what Nintendo's got planned. So, you know there's going to be some smaller, you know, like Switch Sports, WarioWare type, Mario Party type titles that are going to come uh, for the rest of this year. So, it makes sense yeah. that they would have one. But uh, what do you want to see? What do you want to see on the next Nintendo Direct? Um, they're probably going to announce, like, Persona 6 exclusively for Switch. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Microsoft, you got up to five. We're getting six. Good, we're getting six. PlayStation, you're no, getting nothing now. I, I, you know, I want the big stuff. I want I want the new Mar- the mainline Mario game. I want to see uh, a release date for uh, Breath of the Wild. Let's see. Beautiful Joe on the Switch would be cool. But then mm-hmm. I would also mm-hmm. just want that on my Steam Deck. So who knows? <laughs> Yeah, the mainline games. I, w- I want to see release dates and announcements on the mainline games. For sure. Same. Um, I mean, if I'm being really picky, I want a, a real Switch Pro. Oh. Or, oh. or Switch 2. Scalebound is now going to be on the Switch. They bought the rights to Scalebound. <laughs> Scalebound. <laughs> what you didn't know is Nintendo actually had the Persona 3, 4, and 5. They traded with Xbox for Scalebound. Oh, they traded. That makes sense. That classic, makes sense. Classic trade. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see, like a lot of Nintendo fans are, and I know I'm going to be disappointed yet again. I want 64 and GameCube games for the Nintendo online stuff, like a little pass that okay. they have going on, where they just have all the classic games. More 64? Because we already got 64, right? More 64, yeah. but I want GameCube on GameCube. there. GameCube. Just put some GameCube games on there. Just do I it. You. I feel you. What I really want is for them to have some sort of online. I mean, they're starting to do a lot more online gaming stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, they're starting to finally come to 2009, 2008 and have games online that work. I played Mario <laughs> Strikers online with a friend a couple of days ago. Worked pretty well, except for one game that was crazy laggy, but we played like six or seven and all the other ones worked well. Mario Kart Online works pretty well. You have Splatoon that worked well. Splatoon 2, and you have Splatoon 3 coming out in September. Uh, that's an online shooter, basically. I want some sort of version to where I can just start a party with friends on the Switch and just talk to them. Like, yeah, but like that's, So I don't have to get in Discord or an Xbox or PlayStation party while I'm playing That's literally what Switch. I was going to say is, like, where is there, like their better party launcher. You know what I'm saying? Like, wasn't it Splatoon when Splatoon, what, 2 launched? They had the app? Yeah, the the I think yeah, they still like... have the app, maybe, but no one uses it. No one used it when it came out. No one uses it now. <laughs> like, they're, they're but... pushing all these, like, online games, but they have, like, the, like, worst, like, party chat of, like, Correct. all of them. Yeah. So I would love, I mean, they just recently gave the Switch Bluetooth support so you mm-hmm. can have... Some headsets plugged up to it now. Is that a um, dongle pl- or is it built in? Like how the, how do they? Do no, it's that? it's built in. You can do Bluetooth built in, and then also pretty much any headset that can go into the headphone jack, you can do that as well. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So like the Pro controllers, I think uh, anything anything wireless was Bluetooth anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yep. now I guess they've like 
behind the scenes so, enabled the uh, headphones and all that jazz. Correct. I've been playing, I've been back into the thick of Pokemon Unite on Switch. And they have in Pokemon Unite now, like where you can mute, like like a normal online game would be, where you can mute players, unmute players, join party chats, join game chat, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Rarely is there anybody on it, but it's at least there. So I just put it on the Switch, man. Just do it. Nintendo, just do it. Seriously. Um, Maybe that will come with the with the next Switch or something, but we'll see. Excited. Hopefully, we do have a, a direct June 29th. That'd be fantastic. End out June with a bang. Um, if not, if they're going to be petty, I still would assume we get one in July as well. Or if they, if they or if they're like, you know, we're not doing it in June 29th. We're going to do it July 1st. Just like on that, a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're Nintendo. Um. But yeah, so that's all the stuff I have. I know there was a lot of a lot of stuff that we didn't get to in this podcast. Um, Capcom had the, their stream. Yeah, I was about to say the Capcom one for me was really cool. Like it yeah. was really cool. They showed off more Resident Evil Four. They showed off some Resident Evil Five DLC. They gave next gen versions to all the other Resident Evil games. They talked about Monster Hunter. Whole bunch of stuff. Oh it was, man, it was you a good time. You, you didn't bring up the one I was hoping you'd talk about. Which one? Exo Primal. <laughs> did you watch that? I did watch it. Dude, there was yeah. like a there was like a hundred raptors on screen and they were just <laughs> mowing them down. It's like it was the most WTF thing I ever saw. It was yeah, like that's I, ex- felt, I felt like I was watching like Anthem Mex mowing down a thousand <laughs> raptors. I was like, I want to play this game. <laughs> yeah, I was watching. I was like, I don't even know what I'm watching right now. I was like, this could they could at the end of the stream be like that game was a joke. Just kidding. Oh, I signed up for the network test, by the way. I'm ready. As one does. (laughs) I'm ready. As one does. Um, Anything else that you want to go over before we end this podcast out? Um, No, like, like I said, it was, it was a lot at once. It was, it was pretty crazy. Um, I will give an exclusive right here for the, uh, the, the, uh, the video peeps. Exclusive. Exclusive. Look how we podcast. That's how we podcasted today. That is how we podcasted today. Look at that exclusive. You have to. You have to go on the. uh, You have to go on the YouTube to see that. That that type of exclusive. You're gonna want to see that exclusive content. Yeah, that's how we podcasted today. (laughs) Just to show you the uh, capabilities. Just to show you. Maybe that's what the angle is different. So maybe one day all of us will be podcasting that way. (laughs) What a great day that would be. Yeah. No, exciting time to be in gaming. I've probably said that a thousand times on here, but like, man, there's too much. There's just too much, yeah. too much. Um, so far, I'm glad that, you know, the Summer Game Fest time has happened. It'd be very interesting. I'm very interested to see what happens with E3 next year. And they say they're coming back and doing an in-person thing. Mm. Jeff Keighley was like, guess what? I'm doing an in-person thing. So I don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to be a fun time to see what happens next year. But Exciting stuff, and there's still more to come June, so stick with us here. You can find us at Log On Games everywhere. We stream our podcast everywhere, and you can find us in video format over on YouTube. Find any of our socials at Log On Games. Click on that link tree, and it'll take you to everything you need to be taken to. Uh, we want to thank Manscaped again. Again, you can get another 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com with the code Log On Games. 
If you ever wanted to try it, if you need some shampoo, if you need some uh, underwear, if you uh, have someone in your life that needs underwear, (laughs) we all do. Then you can go over there, use the code at or use the code logongames at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. But that is going to do it for us here. We'll be with you all again. Thank you.